and welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, someone who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast is for talking about everything under the sun with my friends, relationships, eating, working out, and really anything else you can think of. Please come along for the adventure that will probably make you laugh and cringe the entire time. I just hate the intros. Okay. (laughs) I'm a little nervous. We are back back again i'm very excited but also feeling very sentimental as this will probably be the last podcast that i record in my home in oxford um feeling a little melancholy but also very excited for what the future holds it's been a good week of eating out for every meal and just hanging out with the pals one last time but um to get a more you know jazzy mood kind of sad um i have on my friend music to the back of that you know i might a little violin all right stay tuned it might be there um but today i brought on my friend emily emily marks soon to be emily snyder that's weird anywho i'm not gonna change my name your name my phone i hope you know that's okay okay great um so i have emily marks here today who has been my friend since freshman year uh I would say that Dodds has brought me all good things, truly. Um, All of my really great friends, maybe some sketchy experiences I didn't wish I had had, but um, overall a great time. So Emily lived across the hall from me, and I would say Emily's the reason that I'm not a total basic 22-year-old. She has shown me, she has shown me the, um, the fact that I kind of think tattoos are cool now instead of scary. Mm -hmm different types of music. I go to concerts now more because of how I feel like you made that feel like normal, like something uh, I should do. Yes, concerts um, were not normal before me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I've lived to like three concerts my whole life before college. Um, that's kind of embarrassing to admit. Introduce the mosh pit into your the life. The mosh pit. Man, also Emily showed me that eating like dairy-free, gluten-free, everything-free isn't horrible. One time you made me a Mexican, like, burrito bowl, and I tried your cashew meat, and it wasn't mm. bad. It was walnut meat. It really? was cashew cheese. Oh. Uh, okay, I don't think I had the cashew <laughs> cheese. I don't think but you the, did. the nut meat... <laughs> the nut meat was um, interesting, to say the least. It had, like... It was walnuts with, like, taco seasoning, right? Mm-hmm. And it looked like ground beef. Yes. It didn't, it didn't necessarily uh, taste. Yeah, so that's how we met. <laughs> so that's how we met the nut meat. Um, so anywho, I brought Emily on to talk about, okay, I don't think that I thought this through. I was going to say early onset adulting, but that doesn't really have the, huh. I feel like you just adulted way sooner than anyone else that we know. So yeah. basically that's why I brought you onto the podcast. Cool. Because I wanted you to talk about your experiences of how you had to grow up basically before the rest of us and how you like were doing things that really post-grad people do early and then none of your friends were doing it with you. So I just wanted to bring you on to talk about like, okay, how did you do that? Was it hard? Was it fun? Was it weird? All the things. So let's start with the first adult thing you did. Okay. Which, okay, and context, I feel like Emily has always been like the mom of our friend group which is interesting because she also <laughs> she also does like spontaneous things like go to a concert of people she barely knows like the night before she even knows the concert's happening but 
I do feel like you always just, like, knew how to cook. You always knew how, like, different things were going to happen. Like, all these, like, logistical questions I had about, like, housing, like, houses and rent and all that stuff, I feel like you knew. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess. I, I, I think that we should include that Anna is in the room and just gave a horrified look when Monica said this because she thinks she is the mom (laughs) she totally does but I agree I think I'm responsible enough I feel like yeah okay here's what I'll say I would say for me personally I feel like you were always at least last year and sophomore year I feel like you were the um a-team mom but then once you left our living situation I feel like Anna did take up BTS I, I made the face because I just think of freshman year when Emily and I were oh, roommates. Well, absolutely not. And, and, I, and I think that I was yeah, Emily's mom that's that That's true. That's true. So when you said that she was the mom of the friend group, I was slightly startled. I do think, I do think transitions were made, for sure. How about Anna's my mom, I'm your mom? <laughs> okay, so Anna's Those the, the grandma. Okay, there that's it is. That's how the friendships, <laughs> the dynamics are working. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Anna maybe is the grandma. That makes sense. It does. I prefer to be the fun aunt than the child. That's fine. Okay, moving forward. Thank you for that family tree, everyone. <laughs> um, okay, so the first thing that I feel like you did that was very adult, real life, not really connected to college necessarily, was getting engaged last summer. Yeah. In June? July. July. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was July. <laughs> I remember. Okay, so you're getting engaged in July, and we all knew it was happening. Like, we all knew you were getting engaged. Oh, we yeah. didn't know exactly the day, I don't think. But Austin, your fiancé, told us that you were getting engaged. He did? Yeah. He didn't tell me. Yeah, he did. He said he had a ring. He never told me that. Oh. Did you Facebook DM him? How did I know that? I knew that you were, like, getting engaged that summer hmm maybe well, I'm lying to myself I don't know maybe anyway, I talked it up a lot maybe I was like yeah or maybe yeah, you told happen. us you were getting engaged like early fall of this year and I kind of assumed I don't know whatever anyway, yeah, I, I, I knew that it was coming from her I never had a conversation with Austin about it me either I don't think I did either all I know <laughs> Is that it would happen in 2019. <laughs> okay, so that so was... So this is confusing. Yeah, this, okay, so, you know, ignore that. Um, so you get engaged. <laughs> Crop that part out. <laughs> Cut. Okay, so basically you got engaged, and I think that originally I didn't really think that that would be, like, a changer in terms of, like, you know, what that meant for your life and feeling more yeah. of an adult. But as you started wedding planning and as I would like text you and ask questions about how you were feeling about the wedding, it felt more like, whoa, Emily is on a completely different trajectory than me. Like I can't even fathom getting married right now. (laughs) And she's like engaged soon to be married. So like, how did you feel in terms of like coming into your senior year, being engaged when all of your other friends, sorry, Anna, we were all single, (laughs) still are single. I don't feel insulted. Okay, great. (laughs) Um... I think that the mindset of everything, I mean, I never planned on getting engaged anywhere near my time in college, as you all know. No. It was always the joke that I would become the only one who was engaged in college because I was the only one so opposed to it. Correct. Um, (laughs) I guess your mindset changes when you're, you know, in that relationship where 
you know, you know, <laughs> the, the cliche that actually isn't because you, you know, yeah. you know, but you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I think once I knew I was ready to be with him forever, that it was just like, click. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready to, to do that. If I know it's going to happen, then why not start moving towards that? Yeah. It was definitely weird. Cause I also, you know, got engaged and then wasn't in Oxford with all my friends for so long so it kind of added to the disconnect of where I was at but right okay before we transition to that yeah, part of the conversation yeah. I do want to say that I actually predicted Emily falling yes. in love and getting engaged you did because New Year's of 2018 right 2019 I think 17 to 18 so it just turned 2018 and Emily was going, yes, yeah, Emily was yeah. going to a study abroad program in Belize for J-term, which is Miami's extended winter break. And I said before, she, we were all sitting in a hotel room in Indy, and I said, I think, I made a prediction for everybody for <laughs> 2018. And it was stupid. Like, obviously, I didn't know what was going on. And you, and I told you that I thought you were going to meet the love of your life in this Belize trip and fall in love. I don't know what the heck I told you, Anna, but it's kind of irrelevant. But and is that exactly what you said? <laughs> I did not say something bizarre. Like I Emily was going to get like you said Emily would meet someone and two weeks later they'd be married. Yeah, that's what you said. You didn't say specifically Belize. Oh, we can pretend you did. That's cooler. I feel yeah, like yeah, I'm making yeah, things up right story. now. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, so, I just said that you. <laughs> what kind of memories do you have? You're just writing your own story. Monica predicted my whole life. She knew the day I was going to meet Austin. She knew the day I was going to get engaged. She knows the day I'm going to die. Like, she knows it all. Yeah, guys. I'm writing a book about it. It's so hard to know everything, gosh. Um, so, basically, I just want to throw that in there that I did predict that Emily was yeah, going to fall yeah, in love yeah. in some capacity in 2018. Okay, moving on. Sorry, everyone. Um, so, like Emily hinted at, once she got engaged that summer of... 2019 we all student taught last summer or sorry last semester so emily student taught at a school in downtown cincinnati whereas anna student taught in the um fairfield district and i student taught in oxford you're not on my personal info <laughs> don't Good. tell her address <laughs> yeah i feel like <laughs> gosh and our address is 12 anyway um so we were all in different places, but Anne and I were both living in Oxford, whereas you were leasing an apartment in the heart of Cincinnati yes. so that your commute wouldn't be ridiculous. Yes. So all that to be said, we were prepared that Emily would not be living with us. Um, but I don't think anyone knew how that was just going to be super weird. Like it did feel like we were living separate lives because we were in different places. And also student teaching is a full-time job. So like it's hard to keep up with anyone much less people you actually care about. So it felt very weird. And I think for me, from my perspective, it felt like you were a full-on, like, working woman, even though you were student teaching like I was. It felt like you had a real job and was just, like, already living your post-grad life because you were just in a different location. But I would love to know how you felt in the combination of being engaged and living somewhere else and just, like, learning a new city. You've never lived in Cincinnati before. It definitely did feel more like adulting than if I would have lived in Oxford to student teach. I can see from like your perspective, like everyone being here, that I was like in a whole different world doing adult things. But I guess it was still decently similar. Yeah. But student teaching it is. It is 
like you're literally a full-time teacher who doesn't get paid. And so, <laughs> I mean, I would go to school all day and then come home and like work on wedding plans and you, like you said, exploring a new city and walking around to different places and living with completely new people and like having to make new friends yeah. all over again, which is, I guess, what you have to do when you leave college. You have to make new friends. So yeah, that's that's so you got a little to practice. Forward to. Yeah, scary. Um, yeah. But <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> it did feel weird. I think that was like I was almost dreading coming back to Oxford afterwards because I got that kind of taste of adult freedom where you're off in a big city and there's like actually stuff to do every day like you can spontaneously spontaneously should we cut that too yeah (laughs) um (laughs) producer can you give me the correct pronunciation of spontaneously (laughs) something that happens out of the blue pronunciation pronunciation. pronunciation. oh that's embarrassing yeah anyway So, like, you can be like, I have nothing to do tonight. Let's look online and see if there's anything to do. Oh, there's a million things to do. Right. We're in Oxford. It's like, what am I going to do tonight? Hmm, should I go to Brick Street or watch a movie in my <laughs> living room? I guess I'll just go to bed. <laughs> do you guys feel like you could do everything that Oxford has to offer in a week? Maybe three days. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just kind of incredible, to say the least. Okay, no, I think that makes sense, especially with the transition back to Oxford of, well, first of all, you were living by yourself, so you had a lot of independence, um, and then going back to, like, having people to hang out with that you've previously known, kind of going back to familiarity that you've already been around for three whole years, like, it Mm -hmm. probably was, like, a weird transition for sure, and I also think about when Anna and I came to visit you that summer, um, where you had already moved in, like, right before school started, and... Just, like, the things that you said you were doing, like, going to breweries and, like, cool, like, festivals in the park and all these different things that were happening in Cincinnati. I feel like I was thinking to myself, wow, this is so cool. Like, Emily actually can do things that are really fun and feel more like a lifestyle more than just, like, I live in a college town. Yeah. I'm going to, like, play a prank on my neighbors, (laughs) eat junk food, watch a weird movie, and go to bed. Like, it just felt so much more exciting like to me I was like wow I can't wait to also be able to like make different friends and do kind of more posh adultish yeah. things instead of just like running around Oxford eating Chipotle you know what I mean it's definitely more exciting but also it's so much harder because you have to put so much more effort into everything you do like I was mm. living somewhat in a community um of other people in the same situation but you had to like put the effort to leave your apartment, go knock on their door, see if they want to hang out, or like yeah. you have to learn how to how, be more responsible and taking care of yourself when you live alone. Like yeah. there's not someone there to be like, hey, you should probably maybe like sweep the floors or like brush your hair today. Um, That's so true. No one knows if you're not doing either of those yeah. things. <laughs> or That's if you're just, really true. You can get away with like taking a lot more shortcuts which is not necessarily the best thing to be doing all the yeah, time yeah because there's no one to like keep you accountable yeah wow that's a really good point I also think there's pros and cons like sometimes coming home from student teaching I know that you can relate to this Anna of like I just really wanted to be alone like mm-hmm. I didn't want there to be any potential for a hangout happening later that night 
I didn't want to like make my dinner around anybody else. I just kind of wanted to be alone because you have to be on all day and you're around people, little people for me specifically all day. And part of me was like, okay, I get to interact with adults when I come home. But then part of me was like, wow, I just kind of want some space or I'm stressed and really just need to work on stuff and don't want to talk to anybody right now. And this is coming from me, who's like Extreme chatterbox. Extrovert. Correct. So for me to feel that way is kind of crazy. So I feel like that is a like pro of you living by yourself in the city. But yeah. at the same time, it was really meaningful to be able to like bounce frustrations off of Anna um, and just kind of talk about how our days went. Which like obviously you could do too with the people you were living around and like on the phone. Yeah. So I feel like there's definitely pros and cons to both. Like, sometimes I would think about you in Cincinnati and be like, wow, wish I had my own space. Not that you had a lot of space in Cincinnati. No, no. But um, <laughs> I feel like that's definitely something I thought about of, wow, I wonder what it would be like to, like, live alone right now. Yeah. Versus living with three other people. It's just very different. Yeah. It's nice to have your own space, but then it's hard when you want to be with people. It yeah. is. It's a pro and con. So then in living by yourself and maybe even realizing your habits of like, huh, I really don't feel motivated to clean or <laughs> I cook the same thing every night. How did you feel about like living alone? Did you ever get freaked out about, okay, now I'm going to be living with someone else for the rest of my life? Like that might've yeah. been the last time you lived alone. Yeah. I think that was a big thing on why, I wanted to live alone this whole past year because I knew that I would be getting married and we by the okay, end of that pause. year. <laughs> she just put getting married in quotes, so well, I'm concerned. <laughs> well, you know, I thought I was going to have a, a real big wedding. And oh, it's sure. A, it's like a baby wedding. But, but I mean, Emily's it's still, having an amazing quarantine it's wedding. Still, yeah. Um, you can watch on my Facebook live stream. Yeah, we'll put the Zoom, Zoom link. link. We'll put the info in here. Okay. Maybe an Instagram live too. I think I should do every platform. Oh my gosh. Just really reach this is the whole like the audience. royal wedding. I'm yeah. going to wake up at 6 a.m. to watch this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. We're getting married at 5 a.m. actually. So set an alarm. Are you wearing your pajamas? No, no. Full wall gown. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to wear mine too. <laughs> <laughs> wear your bridesmaid's dress. Perfect from afar. Um... But yes, I was, what was I talking about? Living alone? Yeah, and how yeah. this is like... <laughs> I wanted to live alone. Before. I never actually knew that. I, well, it's just knowing that I was going to be living with someone for the rest of my life. Like, that's a really long time. And I would never get an opportunity to live by myself mm. unless I did it right now. That's so and true. so, I think it was good. It was hard at times, but it was really good to have my own space and be comfortable just do whatever I want. Yeah. That's huge. Because, I mean, think about it. You've lived with someone. You lived with Anna, then you lived with Rebecca, then you lived with all four of us together, and then you lived alone. Like, that's a lot of different experiences. Like, you kind of experience every living possibility with females, you know? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But now you just have to experience it with a male. Yeah. Uh, He's not ready for it. I'm so messy. Yeah, how do you think that's going to go? I think it'll be good when it's our own space. Like right now we bounce between each other's spaces. Yeah. And so it's not like he doesn't know where all my dishes go or he doesn't know like where I like certain things and I don't know where he keeps like his towels if I have to shower. Like things like that. Like not knowing where things belong. So I'm excited to see what the differences are when we have 
like a shared space that's yeah. ours and we have shared belongings and yeah it'll be better I think that's also different from living with roommates like when you live with roommates you use all your own stuff yeah there's not a lot of communal you know I don't use Anna's towel yeah that she knows of just kidding um but that's also weird like sharing like groceries oh I hate grocery shopping with other people <laughs> let alone sharing groceries makes me not excited I think I've gotten good at grocery shopping for two also he's like a full-on like boy don't they eat a lot <laughs> I don't know I don't have brothers you guys <laughs> Yes, um, stereotypically boys do tend to eat more than girls, <laughs> more meat, um, you know, bread. They just like thick meals, <laughs> you know, thick you meals. Know, like a lot on their plate. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. But yes, I definitely buy things that I don't normally buy, like uh, gluten and dairy, a lot more meat, <laughs> where yeah. if I lived alone, I would just eat like frozen chicken nuggets and vegetables and soup all the time but yeah that doesn't satisfy him the same way <laughs> correct I have witnessed that actually <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> interesting now that's kind of scary to have to actually put effort into the food you make yikes yeah. it's fun though I think I've during quarantine I've gotten really good at cooking like oh, I love that it's ex- very experimental yeah know, trying new recipes I really so. like that mm-hmm. okay cool yeah yeah um this is kind of a hard hitter question, but okay. I think we're ready to hear your answer. Okay. Did you ever feel like, you know, you're living alone in Cincinnati, we're here kind of still living the college lifestyle, whatever, also not dating anyone, just like very in college. Did you ever feel like a disconnect with us in terms of like, I feel like I've moved on from college and you guys are still there? So this, I'm talking about more when you were living in Cincinnati, maybe not when you came back. Yeah, totally. I mean, when I was there, it was basically like I was abroad for a semester because I was living a completely different life. And just like you said, student teaching is so time consuming that Mm -hmm. you have to put in so much effort to connect with people that you're not living with. Um, And so that having a long distance fiance during that time is hard enough and then trying to keep up with different friends I've definitely felt a disconnect with a lot of people um because I wasn't really going back and forth I was just kind of there so I could have just been in another country for all I know yeah (laughs) that's kind of how it felt too yeah you were just abroad yeah that's crazy wow that feels like literally two years ago. Sometimes. It really does. I don't miss that apartment, but I miss living there. It was teeny, guys. I miss living the bathroom right door. across from the park. Did I have a bathroom door? I I'm just not didn't sure, close. but it didn't close. Yeah, that's yeah. I think where I was going. <laughs> Either you did or you did. The floors were like permanently stained with dirt. Just walked around with. I love that. So much character. Mm. No, but thank you for being honest with that answer. I just, like, keep thinking to myself how you just have to be in, like, a different mindset. Kind of mm-hmm. like what we were talking about before we started recording of, like, you're, pre- you're like, preparing still to be in a lifelong partnership with somebody. And, like, that's what you're looking forward to. Like, yes, you are looking for teaching jobs, and you recently got one. Ooh, Congratulations. Thanks. But um, 
I just feel like your, like, next life steps just look very different from, like, your friends who are still in college, whatever. Yeah. Um, just in terms of, like, a combo of those things. Like, Anna's going abroad to teach, but, like, she's thinking about herself. She doesn't have to think about somebody else going yeah. with her or, like, where you're going to live or how you're going to, like, share a car or both have two cars. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, me going to North Carolina, like... It's easy to be selfish because we don't have to think about anybody else. Yeah. Where your mindset is you're thinking of Austin, too, and you are sacrificing your maybe your dream place to live to go to Louisville where he already is. Like, there's a lot more sacrifice, and I feel like that where sacrifice is, there's more maturity that goes with that, whereas Anna and I can still be pretty selfish and not have to think about yeah. other people's choices, which I think that's honestly made you, like... I don't know, like, I've seen you grow a lot from that, of you just seem so other-centered because, well, obviously you're forced to because that would be horrible if you just cared about yourself and you're about to get engaged. <laughs> but, um... Engaged, married. Sorry. Yeah, oh, it's just weird. <laughs> um, two, two more months. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. Okay. Anyway, so does that make sense, what I'm saying? Like, yes. I just feel like your mindset has been so different. But yeah. I feel like you've balanced that while still hanging out with us and not being annoyed by our antics. It's definitely weird. It takes a lot of, like, planning things that you didn't think you'd have to plan. Especially because, I mean, I always went into college thinking I'd leave college and, like, travel the world. That's and what I thought you were going to do. Do something crazy and, I don't know, do what Anna's doing and teach abroad or <laughs> yeah. something. Um, and that's why I was like, why would I want to date anyone in college and get married to them right after? Because then I'd have to put them in my plan um but (laughs) but it's (laughs) it's been really fun I mean like last year was when we made the decision together that Louisville would be where we're gonna move to last year and so it's been fun that for this whole past year like I've known that's where I'm gonna be and got to like go visit and like spend time there and get excited about living there um totally but it's weird planning everything together like I can't be like I love this apartment I want to rent it <laughs> it's yeah. more so do we like it <laughs> do we both want to live here <laughs> is it close to both of our jobs yeah can we both afford it <laughs> yeah like that just takes a lot of just like a completely I know I've said this many times just like a completely different mindset yeah. like you generally have to change a lot of your thinking to think that way and I really think that you've done a great job of that Thanks. And it hasn't been something that I feel like you complain about. Like, you're very good about just, like, not complaining about Austin or, like, the situation of moving or not maybe getting your first pick and where you geographically want to be located. Or where I want to get married. Yeah. <laughs> also, disclaimer, Emily has been such a positive person about her wedding, so I will say that. Changing and whatever. But they are still That's getting fun. their wedding in July 2021, everyone. Ooh. Um, also disclaimer is, this has already been touched on, but yeah, Emily was the friend that we, I personally was like, this girl is not going to get married until like 28 once she's like traveled every single continent and oh like gosh. maybe meet someone in like Peru. Like I totally Peru. pictured That's you. Close enough. Yeah. I just pictured you like living somewhere for a while. Yeah. And I think something that helped me get over the fact that that's what I like always planned for was doing something crazy and fun um is that Austin has the same 
like ideas and dreams and mm. he would totally be down to like move across the country or move to a different country and always always wanting to travel and see new places mm. so he's definitely always down for an adventure which is good wow yeah Okay, I don't know if he was, like, always that or if I rubbed off on him more. <laughs> but he definitely yeah. likes traveling and exploring and, like, going new places. That, I feel like, helps a lot. Totally. Yeah. I wonder... Okay, I really don't want you to confirm this phrase, but you might be able to. Okay, because my <laughs> oldest sister, Mackenzie, was also this way. And, like, we all thought she would be the one to travel and, like, not get married for a while. And then she literally met her husband freshman year of college and got married literally when she was 22. So basically you. And so I guess my question along with that is, do you really think the phrase, like, a guy comes into your life when you least expect it, do you think that's actually true? And it's okay Um, if you say yes. I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's situational. Yeah, but like, I feel like that's becoming more and more true. Are you just trying to depend on that, that a guy will come in when you least expect it? Is that why you want me to affirm no, it? No, no, I kind of don't want you to affirm it because it just feels scary. Um, I don't know. No, I, I feel like that's fair. I, I mean, I guess people always tell you, like, if you're constantly, like, searching and searching for someone, like, oh, you're right. not going to be satisfied by that. Totally. So. I think it when, is kind of true. Yeah. When you stop being so obsessed with the idea of finding someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems more like a surprise. But, like, is it? Like, right. Well, I guess for me, like, I guess it was a surprise. Correct. <laughs> Got off an airplane in Belize and, oh, hey. <laughs> hey. Hi. Then he tried to hold your hand and you weren't into it. I let him hold my hand for, like, a minute. Then his mom called him and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Playing a little hard to get in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just feel like I feel neutral about that phrase. Yeah. But I think it might be true. I don't know why I feel weird about it. I just, like, wonder other people's opinions on it. I think maybe because other people say it cringy, like, when I'm not even talking about, like, looking for someone or anything. Someone's just like, it'll happen when you least expect it, And then they, like, paint it on a canvas Canvas. with pretty flowers around it. And they hang it above their bed. I think that's (laughs) why I maybe have negative emotions because the delivery has been annoying. But I feel like yours is way more... um, like sincere and genuine yeah so don't go home and make you a screensaver that says it well i already have it as my screensaver so that would be awkward okay i actually don't anyway um, okay i guess we will wrap this up with you giving some advice to the viewers advice yeah on you look so scared right now Jeez. um i'm sorry i always can i phone a friend anna's my wisdom girl <laughs> I'm How do you kidding. feel with that title, <laughs> Wisdom Girl? Ooh. Well, if I'm supposed to give advice on being engaged, I definitely have no yeah. advice. To you ain't you ain't given none advice. <laughs> Just sit over there and Ooh, be quiet. I found um, it. I figured out my advice to give. Did I even ask the question? You, oh. you just said give advice and then just stare at Emily and then Emily was I thought like, there was going to be what? like a topic. I kind of want you to just say what you're going to say. I'm excited. <laughs> well, uh, I think that. Uh, the, the, advice for for being engaged planning a wedding um is to pick like your things that your must-haves and then your things that are like okay whatever because Mm -hmm. most people are gonna have opinions and everyone is gonna want to give you their opinions on what they think you should be doing for the wedding especially when you're planning a wedding during a national pandemic. Absolutely. Um, And are having to change the whole thing. 
but clinging to the things that you know are like your must-haves and putting all mm-hmm. your effort into that rather than being upset when like every single thing that you wanted can't happen. Yeah. Because you might really want an outdoor wedding and your mom might want an indoor wedding or something like that. And then you gotta like sure. pick the things you wanna fight with. Yeah. Choose your battles before they happen. Or you'll fight a lot with your parents. Wow, it's almost like she's speaking from genuine experience. Um, Okay, that actually hit on what I was going to ask. Maybe furthermore, what would be your advice to people who, like, are maybe going through different life stages in their friends? Like, graduating early or, like, maybe studying abroad or just being separated from their friends who are still in a college atmosphere. Like, what do you think your advice is to, like, stay connected or to, like, not feel, like, sad about doing something different? Because I feel like you were always pretty like upbeat about being where you were at yeah I could see it being easy to get caught up in the in the FOMO of things when all your friends are doing different things or you're trying to like fill out your tax forms and they're like (laughs) hanging out yeah exactly (laughs) very extreme situation I I was filling out a tax form today though that's why I thought of it (laughs) um just not letting it get to you in that way like you'll have your genuine interactions with them when you do and not being upset that you're not involved in every single thing that your friends are doing yeah. um, because you made the decision to graduate early or get married yeah. or <laughs> move to a different city so yeah and not seeing it as a bad thing like yeah just it being different isn't bad yeah. which I feel like is a good theme for a lot of things right now just because they're different doesn't mean it's like wrong yeah just kind of like the adjustment that you have to make that we're all gonna make leaving Oxford Oh, jeez. Uh, okay, on that note. Cue the cheers. Put yeah. the dramatic music back on at this point. Okay. <laughs> the violin. Um, well, thank you for being on and being real and answering tough questions. I feel like we really Thanks. got into some nitty-gritty today. Also, yeah. kind of um, scatterbrained, but as you all know, very unedited, very off-the-cuff comments are included. we really call it a timeline. For sure. We only got off track when we decided if I was lying about my memories, which we can discuss after. So, um, (laughs) this is Monica Toby coming live for the last time from Oxford, Ohio, in this little room. And I'm really excited to see what comes next and who else is featured on the podcast. But, man, the college friends killed it, I would say. And I'm very happy about it. So, thanks for coming on, both Anna and Emily. Love you guys. Love you. See you next week. Bruh. I love to introduce